Shalom, shalom, family. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Bread, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. Turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> I'm your host, Daliyahu, here with my beautiful, lovely, smart, helping, encouraging wife. Hallelujah. Hafasi Ba. Hafasi Ba in the building. And, uh, <clears throat> We here with another episode. We here to um, just help you get your day started right with some uh, devotional words, some devotion to Yahuwah, some encouraging words, some encouraging, strengthening words from the Most High, our Heavenly Father Yahuwah. We can't do nothing if we ain't doing what He want us to do. So, so important to stay in tune with the Father. So uh, that's what we here to help you guys do, man. Reading the word of Yahuwah daily, so today we're here to read Genesis by the sheet, chapter 21. That's the topic of discussion, you guys. So we're gonna pray briefly and uh, make supplication to Allahim, and then we're gonna get into the word, jump right in. So let us prepare ourselves, stand, open up our hands, and pray. Baruch Yahuwah, Hamalat Ulam. Our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart. Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us for our sins and our transgressions against your Torah and your commands. Give us also for the sins and transgressions of our current family and our forefathers for their iniquity against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our dead oars. Allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem now and forever. These things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahushua. Allah Yahuwah. Allah Yahuwah. Tudah Yahuwah. Tudah Yahuwah. 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 Amen. Amen. Yeah. So. Yeah. And one thing I just want to address briefly. I know somebody, I had one person that listening asked me about this, like um, the words that I'm saying before, before we pray or when we pray. I just want to kind of touch on it a little bit. I think this is something maybe I should have talked about in the first episode maybe. But if you made it to chapter 21, I'm going to finally get that. Yeah, I'm gonna finally give you guys congratulations. Congratulations, we're gonna finally reveal the 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 Abadi that we're speaking. So now I just want to briefly just transliterate for you guys to translate uh those the, the beginning phrase. I would say uh Baruch Atah, Yahuwah, Alahinu. So Baruch Atah, Baruch is blessed, Atah is you. So it's like Baruch Atah, Yahuwah, Alahinu. Alahinu is like our mighty one or what they commonly call G-O-D. So it's saying just that blessed are you, Yahuwah, you know, our, our mighty one. And we can tell Yahuwah, how Malak Ulan. So it's like Malak is a sovereign or king. So he king of the world, king of the ages. So that's that's the best way to describe it. You know, he's sovereign. He don't have no boss, no, no beginning, no end. So... Uh, he is sovereign of the ages. That's the best way to explain it because the Hebrew word ulam, they say it's like um, ages is the best way to, to, to describe it. It's like because some some people say 
Hamalai Ulam is like king of the universe. But mm-hmm. king, universe is like it's a Greek concept. Like 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 they like they went outside the earth and they saw the whole universe. There's no universe. It's this one. It's this arrest that he made. But he's sovereign over all the ages, the time before, the time after, all space and time. You know, it's Ulam. So, Malak uh, Ulam is the sovereign of the, of the ages. It's like translated like um, forever or like eternity. Like. Eternity, forever. That's some of the translations of it. Mm-hmm. Ages is like, yeah, eternity. Yeah, like you're saying, he's sovereign over all that. However you want to look at it, he is Malak, sovereign over all those things. Um, and that's a great way to say everything is eternity. Like, what encompasses eternity? Everything ain't nothing outside of eternity. Right, right. And but I think for me, when I hear the word eternity, the connotation I get is from now going forward. But ages from eternity backward be everything that was eternity before eternity. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. from that's why he say was, is, and to come. Like it's just mm-hmm. that all the ages. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's such a Okay, it's just a um, broad scope that you hold covers. It's, it's it's hard to find the right word. That's why we speak in Abadi because it's just more than the one connotation you might get from the English word. So ulam is what they use. It's it's what's used in, in the text, and he's sovereign over that. So we say Barukata Yahuwah, Hamala ulam. You know what I'm saying? And then we then go into the model prayer. Yeah, we're going to the prayer that that Mashiach um, gave us to pray. So um. And then at the end we say what well, um Barukata, we say Barukata Yahuwah, bless Yahuwah, Halal Yahuwah, that's uh praise Yahuwah. Or hallelujah. Hallelujah, right. Um Yabadakat Yahuwah. I mean uh Yahuwah bless us. Um uh blessed of Yahuwah. Bless Yahuwah. Bless Yahuwah, you blessed of Yahuwah, um Aman, which is to uh confirm Support something. Tuda Yahuwah. Thank you, Yahuwah. Thank you. Tuda, Tuda. Tuda, right, right, right. So I just wanted to briefly explain some of the Abadit and just help it, uh, everybody acquiesce and it not sound as foreign and just help everybody assimilate a little bit better. So, uh, again, if you're following us up to this point, you the truth. And uh, <laughs> welcome to the truth. Welcome to the truth, right? You the truth because you listening to the truth. So, uh, Congratulations, everybody can get themselves around and applaud, pat on the back. It's a blessing. So, uh, again, great time for um, the button, right? Uh-huh. We need some buttons. <laughs> Next child is coming up, man. You who are willing, you who are willing, we able. Verse 21, chapter 21, verse 1. So, you who visited Sarah or Shadow as he had said, and you who did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which Elohim had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac, or don't forget the Hebrew name, Yitzchak, or they say Yitzchak. But remember, it means he laughs because she laughed when the Malach or Yahuwah gave Abraham that promise, somebody laughed. Somebody laugh. I think it's a scripture that say the host of heaven laugh. Everybody, yeah, they definitely laugh. It's, it's a couple, couple scriptures that confirm it. They laughing too. So it's cool. Verse 4. And Abraham circumcised his son, Yitzchak, when he was eight days old, as Elohim had commanded him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son 
Yishchak or Isaac was born to him. Hallelujah. And Sarah said, Elohim has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. Mm. It's still a great story to the day how a woman 90 years old had a baby. I mean, we haven't heard the same since. And uh, so very interesting just again, Elohim's his mighty deeds in the earth. That's why he have us learn about him, repeat him, and share him. It's a great great thing and it's amazing because it's like we don't even look at this like a miracle no more it's just like oh Sarah had a baby you know what I'm saying or when we talk about Mashiach's birth and the divinity and uh, the birth by the Holy Spirit it's a great debate sometimes but it's like he been he been doing magical stuff like miraculous things the whole book mm-hmm. but nobody laugh at this like you know so it's just a it's a amazing the word of Yahuwah um Period, and but just his deeds and mighty acts in the earth. So and we didn't get to the plagues yet, and parting waters and uh, miracles in front of Pharaoh, none of that. But just a promise that he showed the old man the stars and like, yo, these stars, I put them here just so as a emblem of what I want your seed to be, like shining in the darkness. Like literally, you know, it's his works are uh, without measure. You know, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But we've seen some some similar stories recently. Seventy really? year old women, stuff like that, because they got video now, so you can see the, what the women breastfeeding their babies in the village. I think in India. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I ain't see that. You ain't show me that. Seventy year old women, what? Having a baby? Man, I believe. I believe. <laughs> Verse seven. Sarah said, "Everyone who hears will laugh over me." Verse 7. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham, Abraham and Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. Verse 8. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. I think that's interesting that we see that, that when the baby was weaned, they had a feast. I think that's a great idea. But also understand how old was this child that he can enjoy the feast. So they wasn't weaning the baby when he couldn't process um, solid food. Uh-huh. So, how old do you think he was? Uh, he had to have teeth. So probably more than a year. Yeah, we know that. We wean babies after old, like at least a year on the breast or whatever. Maybe two. So I know some people do it. But I'm thinking you was going to say like eight years old or something. I heard, I think, I think he was... I know people that breastfeed to like past five. That's why I thought you thought you were gonna say something like he was five or four. We know some villages. You know he was past one. Some villages go up until age of five, um, but it's not as common nowadays. So yeah, it's kind of up in the air. Like how long do you breastfeed? But we know it's not anything less than a year. Yeah, I know. I'm asking what you think. Mm-hmm. I got you. Uh, a year, cool. First eight. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had born to Abraham, laughing. Mine say mocking. Possibly laughing in mockery, says the footnote. Yeah, she said, hey, y'all laughing, we all laughing. (laughs) Okay, verse 10. So she said to Abraham, cast out this slave woman with her son. For the son of this slave woman will not be heir with my son Isaac. 
you can imagine because she had been going through this what because uh, it's no about 12 years old by this time so she had been going through this for a long time them mocking her and putting up all this mess laughing and stuff so now she finally had the baby mm. and they still got something to say her and the son you mm. know what i'm saying you and your kid now y'all ah look this old lady and her little baby da, da, da. Mm. and she like all right enough of this because you ain't supposed to be here anyway so get lost because hmm. that's probably what what contributes to the boastfulness like i got his first his first son anyway right it's all mine anyway the hell it ain't watch mm. verse 11 and the thing was very displeasing to abraham on account of his son but Elohim said to abraham do be not displeased because of the boy and because of your slave woman your bond woman as the kjv say slave woman whatever sarah says to you do as she tells you for through isaac will your offspring be named and i will make a nation of the son of the slave woman also because he is your offspring so abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave it to hagar putting it on her shoulder along with the child and sent her away and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba so he literally kicked them on out huh kicked them on out verse 15 when the water in the skin was gone she put the child under one of the bushes then she went and sat opposite him a good way off about a distance of a bow shot for she said let me not look on the death of the child and as she sat opposite him, she lifted up her voice and wept. Verse 17. And Elohim heard the voice of the boy, and, and the Malat of Elohim called to Hagar from Shamim, from heaven, and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for Elohim has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Up, lift up the boy, and hold him fast with your hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then Elohim opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. And Elohim was with the boy, and he grew up. He lived in the wilderness and became an expert with the bow. Hmm. He lived in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt, Amatsarim. Where she was from. Mm, interesting, very interesting, that's true. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, said to Abraham, Elohim is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear to me here by Elohim that you will not deal falsely with me or with my descendants or with my posterity. But as I have dealt kindly with you, so you will deal with me and with the land where you have sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. When Abraham reproved Abimelech about a well of water that Abraham that Abimelech's servants had seized, Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing. You did not tell me, and I have not heard of it until today. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a covenant. Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock apart. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What is the meaning of these 
seven ewe lambs that you have set apart. He said, these seven ewe lambs you will take from my hand that this may be a witness for me that I dug this well. Mm. Very interesting. Verse 31. Therefore, that place was called Ba'ar, which means well, and Shabbat, which means seven. Hmm. Beer Sheba, because they were both of them, because there both of them swore an oath. So Beer Sheba is the place of the sevenfold, the well of the sevenfold oath. That's the name of Beer Sheba. That's what it means. Well of seven or the well of the oath. So they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, rose up and returned to the land of the Philistines. So they came far. And it's very interesting to note about, again, geographic, ge geography. They didn't come to South Africa. <laughs> they would, they would, Hagar got, because his name in a lot of places in here. We can't just say, oh, the land of Israel here, or the land of Israel there. It's very important to have context when we're reading. So the, the woman, he sent her away. She dwelt between this place and that place, and it, it tells us the land. She got a, a wife from for Ishmael from Egypt. So Egypt in the same place, but we sent Israel somewhere else. And then we got people from the region of Philistines, which is in the borders of the territory. He gave it to Yasharov. They come to visit him in Beersheba, which is around Jerusalem, Bethlehem area. In the southern part of the allotted territory so all this happening in quote-unquote promised land but people nowadays is reading this and just got the cities and the dates and locations scattered so it's just important for us this is why we read to have the context of Yahuwah and his word his vision his uh, perspective and uh, yeah it's just very important so uh, just wanted to point that out but interesting how they make this oath as well how you know, men settling things, issues back in these days, like having conversations and, uh, you know, having witnesses, whether it's people or animals, you know what I'm saying? It just recording the acts and deeds between each other and just dealing in, upright, in an upright way, you know, very interesting. So verse 33, Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba and, call, and called there on the name of Yahuwah. The everlasting Elohim and Abraham journeyed many days in the land of the Philistines. So, a lot of context in this chapter, man. Very, very interesting. It said he planted a tamarisk tree or he planted a grove in Beersheba. So, that place always an important city throughout all our history. When we see Beersheba, Beersheba, we know this is one of the places Abraham journeyed. We know what happened there, the, 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 the well and the oath. So, very interesting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, um, yeah, man, family. We don't want to take any more of your time. We appreciate you guys for reading with us, walking with us, joining us, fellowshipping with us. And we'll see you guys in the next chapter. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.